like this, don't come on a box score. Keenan with the kale, just give me the rock more. Weather off the glass, nothing but the net. I'ma get you set, pick and roll, we can go with the whole four. Dick Vitel, look at diaper dandy. NCAA with the great Andy. Welcome to another episode of the Crossside Conference Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Sam Scrap. With me today is um, my favorite guest, fan favorite, my god turn. What's up, you know, uh, what's this? Um, I feel like... Um, that guy, uh, that guy who who hosts SNL all the time, who they name the club after, so, <laughs> Alec Baldwin. I'm the Alec Baldwin of podcasting. I might I might kill Derek by accident. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> oh man, how's it going, dog? Good, good. Uh, last night was fucking Phenomenal. awesome. Yeah, fucking awesome. I have so yeah. many thoughts about a lot about everything so far. Oh, so you you direct the ship. Yeah, so you got into some, uh, some trouble on the timeline, big game. Oh, today, today or, or last night? Nah, yesterday. So, okay, to all the peanut gallery that are listening, I made one tweet, one, where I was like, mm, Jalen's not playing well. And then I was like, just asking questions. What if Jalen's peaked? And when his value is still so high, what do you think we could get for him in a trade? And then I just fucking 19 people being like, oh, you're dumb, you're dumb. And then Jalen went off, and I think I tweeted 45 times like, man, Jalen's making me eat shit. Jalen's making me eat my words. Hell yeah, JB. That's the JB I love. And after every single one, people would just tweet at me like, see that, you stupid asshole? And I'm like, bro. (laughs) If I wasn't on private, I would be up on, like, I'd I'd be on a billboard. Like, Biz would have had me on a billboard. You would have been on all old tweets exposed yeah that's like the, probably the probably the one good thing like all right well there's a, there's good things but the best part ever about being private is that if you say something dumb trey can't quote you <laughs> yeah you can't get quoted by trey and then have like 75 people like calling you an idiot so it's actually trey, not too bad trey can't feed you to the wolves to the homers <laughs> <laughs> yeah speaking of that real quick i this is this is so random but trey if you're listening i love you one of the funniest things ever was um i was trying to find some old tweet the other day and i found it and there was one of of trey from last year where he was like evan fournier's uh clutch numbers per 36 and you were like <laughs> per 36 for clutch numbers you were very sick <laughs> that made me laugh and he was like i got an agenda today that made me laugh so hard but anyway uh-huh. Yeah, let's talk shut about up, uh shut up my God, let's, get to, let's, let's talk about the CDs first. We'll get to everybody else. All right. Well, we could also We're talk both. about Marcus. We have to talk about Marcus at yeah. some point. Oh, yeah. Let's start with that. Shout out Marcus, defensive player of the year. First point that, guard and since 90s, since Gary Payton to win. That video was really cute. I don't know how else to describe it. Like <laughs> Gary Payton coming and printing out the tweet and reading it to him. Like, I actually thought oh. that was just like really sweet. Like that's like a, and the fact that Nate Duncan was the one who led the revolution against it, like go to hell, dude. All right. So to the people who say he's not the best defender or he shouldn't have won, what do you say? They're fucking idiots. He's the best defender on the best team in ba- on the best defensive team in basketball. And <laughs> like, you know, offense is one thing where it's like you can be an amazing offensive player and your your offense can can you know suck or the, the or if if you're the best offensive player 
on um, the best offense in the league. It doesn't may, mean you're the best offensive player because, you know, like everyone can have individual skill sets. But I feel like being the best defender on the best defense in basketball has always, like that's kind of always been DPOY because you're also the director. Like if Smart's not there, is Rob learning how to move his feet like that? No. Is is Tatum playing as hard on help defense? Is, is Jalen even worse at off-ball defense? Yeah, that's probably. Fair. See, and I had to, I um, my coworker asked me the same question Tuesday. He said, what the heck did he say? He was like, is Marcus really the best defender or is he just a rogue player who's good? I said, the style of defense we play, it legit cannot work without the cap, the general up top directing everybody where to go to and calling out this and blowing up screens. And Marcus does that better than anybody. So calling I don't want, a four I don't time. A four-time all-defensive player and a DPOY, a role player, is disgusting. Very disgusting. Like, and then there are the, then there are the nerds who are like, oh, the on-off numbers for Drew Holiday. And Let me Ruby say something Gobert about that. As a guy who looks at a lot of stats and looks at a lot of that stuff, I almost look at them more just so that way. Like I, I love looking at stats and spreadsheets, but not because I really care about them, but because it's more fun to tell the people that they're using them wrong. And the reason why they're using those wrong is because they're talking about how good Rudy's on off numbers are on off is a great stat for setting lineups because it's good for like within your own team. But uh, who's Marcus's backup, Derek White, who's pretty good. And Rudy's backup is Hassan Whiteside. If his on-off numbers aren't elite, then there's something wrong with him. They should be good. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. That's you can't compare on-off between two teams because not everyone's backups are the same. Like, exactly. Not everyone is in the same situation. Then, like, <laughs> uh, had, I had the one guy was like, who drew the last two years when he's on-off. And it's like, who's Drew's backup point guard? George Hill? Like, do the Bucks even have a backup <laughs> point guard currently? I don't, I don't George, know what they do. Yeah. <laughs> George Hill or... Um, I don't even... Who came yet. off the bench for Drew in the finals? I, I don't remember. I really don't. No one. I mean, Drew... Drew no one, actually. Exactly. Drew, I don't, they don't have a backup the coach. <laughs> so, like, I would hope Drew Holiday, who has a G League, or probably backing him up at this point, would have better on-off splits. The backup point guard for the Bucks is Giannis, so... Pretty much. So knock it off. He's a wing. Rudy, exactly. And Rudy Gobert is the only good defender on his team at this point. So I would hope he would have the good on all splits because nobody on his team even looks to defend when he's on off the floor. Also, defense is such a team oriented thing that like I don't care if you're Kawhi Leonard, if your defense isn't good, you're still probably, you know, your defense like one guy won't make the right. defense. So like yeah, I guess some people could say that that hurts Marcus's case. But if any, it's the old thing where people penalize you for having good teammates. When you have good teammates, it uh, it makes you better. Thank you. It's not it the does. worst teammate in the world. So yeah, no, and I mean, the 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 2017 Warriors, right? Like KD had it, like he's probably his best season, and people were like, "Oh, he's carried because he has good teammates." And it's like, no, you just get when you have better teammates, you play better. You play better. Your life easier as it should be. Yeah. No, these are just these are just people that have never played sports, or they're people that don't actually watch sports, so they don't understand that it's a team game. They think that like, I think they think that all these guys just play one on one at the rucker. Exactly. And then there's the crowd who thinks who um oh he wasn't going to get these votes until Rob Williams got injured, and Rob is actually the best. And I love Rob. 
about two weeks before he got hurt, even Rob said, oh, well, Marcus should win Defense Player of the Year. It, they also act like, like, yeah, I love and trust Marcus, but I would also would have been fucking thrilled if Rob wanted to. I would have been happy either way. I would have too. Oh, absolutely. We will oh, we'll right. take it home. Oh, no. Oh, no. We have the two best defenders. That's, oh, that sucks. Like, come on, though. Okay, that one was funny. Did you see there was a tweet where Al it said Al got a second place vote, and then someone's <laughs> like, Where the fuck was the vote held? Shelty? <laughs> Woburn. Um, but yeah, no, so last night, dude. Like you, you know, you know, you know what's like my favorite thing about last night? It's not the way we came back, and it's not the it's not the scoring or anything or any of the threes. It's that um what makes me so happy about about this team and about Tatum is that you know everyone like the like, like Nets hate or like Kevin Durant haters are like oh wow like man this is so hard to watch KD's just washed now and it's like no 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 he's not washed Tatum not is washed. suffocating him Tatum is taking KD's chest out yeah no that's long. that's more impressive <laughs> you know what it actually I think that's people trying to discredit this like they're like oh yep. KD must be washed, and it's like, or Tatum's just putting them in hell. KD is 33 years old and is getting bumped or pushed or anything anytime he tries to do anything on the floor. Like his Not game is based his his game is based on rhythm and getting in the flow of things. He can't get any rhythm if anytime he tries to post up three guys bump into him while he's like roaming the paint. And then then when he gets on the outside here, six eleven, Jason Tatum. Just right in his face the whole time. We add an extra inch to Tatum every year. We just, <laughs> he's, he's gonna be like seven two by the time he's uh, by the time he retires. He's gonna be taller than yeah. He's gonna be taller than Chris Stapps by like yeah. the next presidential election. Well, Tatum is making KD's life awful, and Jalen is really feasting every time anybody knocks KD off balance. He's just flying in and just yanking the ball from right there too. Yeah, he got a lot of like turnover steals, yeah. like bad half right. steals. Yeah, so every time Tatum deflects the ball, not KD off balance, here's Jalen swooping in to spark the fast break. Oh, man. And then, really and then Grant really Williams has had himself a game yesterday, too. 100% from, from everywhere. The perfect game. Literally. Did you see the nasty tweet I did today? I, I did a tweet today that, that um, oh, boy. Uh, I, I, uh, I, the teams on that Grant Williams would be better for a contender than Russell, um, Prime Russell Westbrook. I not just I just straight up said he's a better basketball player. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Which is funny because in October, no one ever lets me forget this too. On the opening night versus the Knicks, I said he's not an NBA player. Yeah, I did too. Don't feel bad. No, I know. We a lot was, of us did. We were trying to get, we were trying to kick Grant Williams off his team by stuff. Grant, we're sorry. We love you. Oh, now now I don't want now I, I never want him to leave. I never want him to leave. Shout out fast um, shout out fast PP too. I got outscored Kyrie Irving in the fourth quarter. No, that was like that was like if 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 you know how they, you know how they say that like well actually no you probably don't because you're not from Boston but it's really so the Celtics for no matter how good they are Celtics could win a million rings in a row and like the old guys from like Western Mass would just be like yeah but they're not bird though I don't know <laughs> if there's been a, a single more marketable player. In for the Celtics in in Massachusetts, since Larry Bird than than Peyton Pritchard. <laughs> I might just tell my uncle ago. Peyton Pritchard was an All Star and get them to watch the Celtics again. Would you tell me a while ago everybody loves the house somebody that looks like them on a team? 
and that's um, Peyton Pritchard for all of Massachusetts. He he just is from Mount. He's from Quincy. He's not from Portland, Oregon. He's from Quincy. <laughs> love it, love it. But how um you think the Nets taking one two games off us or um if if Katie and Kyrie just have a like fuck it game and go off, then yeah, they could. Are we scared of Ben Simmons? No, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> he, <laughs> that, guy, that guy hasn't been on a court in like 10 months and he uh, and he's just gonna yeah with a bad back and he's gonna go guide tatum go to hell less than 30 days after the epidural <laughs> tatum's gonna have um, him right back right back in the hospital oh no the x-fact is tragic i can't believe it too every year dude i man it's like Drogic is like for the last four or five. The last time I thought about Drogic before the playoffs was literally when he was an All Star replacement in 2018. I don't even think he's played a regular season game since then. He's just some. <laughs> he's like a hired gun who goes to playoff teams and just kills people. Just chill. I remember Heat fans were calling him like washed up throughout the whole like 2020 season. And he just shows up to the bubble looking like peak Drogic again. <laughs> no, he's he's a. I'll give it to him. He's a damn good player. I know, I love him. Been fan since he was um Nash backup, of course. But uh no, the, the 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 main thing for last night, other than other than like the defensive stuff, like the main thing for me that um that was really cool was so like once again, box box score watching, Tate it looks like Tatum didn't really have a great game. Like loudest five for nineteen I've ever seen. Honestly. It felt like the Kawhi uh, 16 for 39 against uh, the Sixers. Like it was, it was an awful, sh- like in terms of efficiency, it was awful, but somehow every single shot he hit was like a good one. Then he all finished the game with plus 11. <laughs> Everyone's favorite stat in like Tatum. one game plus minus. Yo, Tatum is the great, Tatum is done to retire with like the greatest plus minus ever. I'm, I'm convinced. Oh, um, on a uh, basketball reference on, on the, uh, on the what's it called you can set the thing to like count playoffs in, like whatever they're on stat had there's a thing where it's like uh plus minus per 100 possessions counter and you yeah. can set it for playoffs plus uh regular season or just either of them separately so one time i did it and i was like all right like i set it to like okay you had to play at least ten thousand minutes or something like that so that yeah. way it reads out like a guy who is plus seven thousand because he was on the court for one second And so it it was like the top 20 were like the entire, the entire KD Warriors, um, the, the beautiful game Spurs, um, like Steve Nash, LeBron James and Tatum. That's it. Like that's the top 20, like the entire lineups of the two best teams, LeBron, Steve Nash and Tatum. Uh, The Drew Hanlon heel turn that season when he has to like, Respect the advanced numbers when Tatum is on his MVP path. Yeah, no, the crazy thing about Tatum, too, is he was all year just behind Jokic. Since October, yeah. all year, he's been number two in the on-off thing. And the yeah. thing, like, even when he was the worst player in the league, he was still, like, the most valuable one because that roster yeah. was so bad that without him, they were even worse. Sucks. He's really just that, that, he's just that guy. He's, he is that guy. That guy, this team just—it feels different, man. I feel like they really don't do it. No, he's—he's he's one of the only like score first people I can ever think of that like when his shots not falling, he's still super useful. The, the fans like I love KD, level. but he's not. Uh, 
I love Katie. Carmelo, if Carmelo's shots weren't falling, it was like they were playing five on four. Right. But not, Tatum, it's not the same. Katie with the Warriors, to his credit, was a good defender when he wasn't um, strong. Even though, according to Draven, him, like, going a couple of touches without getting the ball, like, irritated him. But it's nonetheless. Plus, Tatum is, like, all of a sudden, like, I love how – I just love how in 2018 and 19 and even early 2020, if Tatum, like, had to take someone off the dribble, he was like a deer in headlights, and now he just flirts with a triple-double every night. Love it. Bully and ball. it's not even stat padding. They're so weird. He'll have, like, eight assists in the first quarter and then won't have another for the rest of the game. I'm like, this guy – I don't even think this guy looks at his stats. I'll tell you, Tatum is soccer handful of my parlays by, like, never passing the ball when I need him to pass the ball. Because he doesn't look at – I don't think he looks at his – I think I, – I have I, I genuinely think he has no idea how many <laughs> rebounds – he only knows how many buckets he has. I, I believe him. I fully believe him. If you told him he averaged five assists a game, he'd probably be like, wow, really? <laughs> I'm, I'm <pretty> small. <laughs> How many does Chris uh, Paul have? It's seven. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but let's look at the rest of the league, though. So, we got some injuries. Middleton is out for the rest of the first round. Um, I think Devin Parker is out for the rest of the I thought it was an MCL. It's an MCL sprain. So, he said he's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. Um, I don't wish injuries on people, but that's really good for us. <laughs> yeah, we're either going to get the bowls of the injury – Riddle bucks, dude. I, yeah. I really need the Bulls so that I way would, I would know. I want, I want to go. I would love why. the Bulls. Too. Well, I want and the Bulls wanna, so, I can, so I can go. You want to go and heckle DeRosa? I might, I would get his one of his um, that member, remember when Kobe told him to reconnect with an old friend in, in Compton? I would heckle yeah. him so bad that he would go crying to that guy. <laughs> I know you was having a field day after Bucks and um, Bulls game one. No, but last night I gave him all the credit. In the, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I tipped my cap. He had a great game last night. Good uh, for him. He said no, he was going to shoot that bad again. I was anticipating him to shoot that bad again, and then he kicked the bus chest in all game. No, you, you, there's nothing you can do there. I mean, unless you just want to – you can slander whoever you want for whatever reason, but if you really want to be a serious ball fan, sometimes you just have to put your hand up and say they had a good game. And he had a – Hell of a game. I'm not mad at him. Charles DeRozan. Zach played pretty well. Caruso was a darn good player. I feel bad for all them times I said he was a fake good player just because he played with the Lakers. See, that's that's this more the the evidence is 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 mounting up that um guys drive when they don't have LeBron yelling in their ear. <laughs> not Kuzma, hey, but a lot not of guys. Kuzma. Trust not Kuzma. But no, I mean, I, I think someone like Caruso, like Caruso is, Caruso. yeah, he's hard nosed, wants to play defense. And like, he's just like, wants to be a pest. And like LeBron was trying to turn him into like a corner shooter. And it's like, no, let him just like oh, be, a pest. Let him be a pest. Florida I do is all over the floor every game, every time you watch him. Could you imagine if LeBron played with Tony Allen <laughs> and he had oh, Tony man. Allen in the corner? LeBron dropping chicken to Tony Allen. He would have oh, hated Tony. <laughs> he would be a, oh man tony allen shooting 17.8 percent from the corner but lebron passing up the game winner because it was the right play patrick williams is trying his hardest to guard Giannis to no avail but that's Giannis. and shout out to young guy for taking on the challenge 
um what was oh speaking of taking on the challenge um this is just i don't want to like completely derail everything but just just like speaking of taking on the challenge it's it's anthony edwards team now oh absolutely it's It's very bad for our agenda but for the ant agenda it's he took on the challenge uh big par ain't getting it done oh no and is that guy Everybody who didn't like him leading up to the draft because he said he liked football and the make rap music is a loser. Every last one of them. Could you imagine if if Jimmy had gotten traded there and like, oh, you know, if if Jimmy had gotten traded there and it was it was Ant and Cat instead of Wiggins and Cat, then Jimmy would still be. They would have got rid of. Oh. They would have kept Jimmy and Ant. Would <laughs> have got rid of Cat. <laughs> yeah, they would have kept Jimmy and Ant. I love Cat and he's so skilled, but um. It's you said this one time, so I kind of borrowed a thought of yours and um, and turned it into my own. I sampled you a bit. That time, I think this might have even been on a pod we did together, or it could have been a tweet you did. Either one. You 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 said that um, you know, before the 2012 Eastern Conference Finals, LeBron's body language in the playoffs sucked. Yeah. Like he had awful body. Like it's not even like he was playing bad or couldn't get his numbers, but like when they were down, it was like visibly irritated. And when they were up, it's like front running. And I yeah. has big bad energy. <laughs> he does. Like when, Kat, when he gets frustrated, he's just completely out of it. But then when he's well, having a good game, now he's finally right. And it's it's different too. Like uh, so, Jokic, Luca, Tatum, and Giannis—all four of them jaw at people, and all four of them slam the ball when the call doesn't go their way, and all four of them you know, yell at the ref and get tech. Like all four of them can be assholes, but it's like different. Like when all four of them start like missing stuff, they like slam the ball and they're like, all right, fuck it. I got to take over. Cat does the like, come on, man. Like it's more like, it's not, it's not slamming the ball and like getting ferocious. It's more like the like head sunken down, eyes looking down at the floor, like want to cry. Definitely. It was almost the same way. Maybe, maybe, maybe Cal doesn't know how to make big men. He lost his touch. Buggy was the last one. <laughs> I guess Bam, 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 Bam got the uh, dog in him, but maybe that's just heat culture. <laughs> that's heat culture. That's the Pat, that's Pat Riley right there. It's Udonis Haslam keeping Udonis him in check. <laughs> oh man, but nah, I love man though. I love no. Cat and um, Cat and John Morant there, John at each other. On the sidelines, having a good time. The maybe the the all time we we're getting like no one cares because it's the first round, but there should be a thirty for thirty on this. We're getting the Super Bowl of that boy nice. Oh, we are absolutely the Super Bowl of he got the dog in him. He got the dog to him and Joe, <laughs> the barbershop all barbershop talk legends. <laughs> oh yeah, man. This this if if either one of these teams like were consistent playoff performers. Um, man, this would have been like this would have, this this like is the equivalent of <laughs> of Rudy Gay versus Mello or something in like the Western Conference Finals in 08. <laughs> like bar, as barbers everywhere giving giving <laughs> deals and handing out coronas for that one. Yes, sir. Posters up for them boys um, in the barber shop for the rest of their own career. <laughs> Only these guys actually do have the dog in them because I don't remember the last time I saw Mello or Rudy Gay ever like attack the rim with ferocity. <laughs> But no, no, great. This is a great playoffs. Um, I love this Herb Jones. I love Herb Jones. I love Herb Jones, too. That boy is a – I hate to say that, but, boy, he got the dog in him, too. 
<laughs> he's the that dude ben taylor did a video and i didn't even think it was high he does a lot of hyperbole he he names his videos like very hyperbolic stuff but yeah. he, he legitimately was like i think he's the best rookie perimeter defender ever and i'm like that is probably true there's not a lot of rookies who come out that are like wing stoppers yeah because rookies usually take a year or two to learn how to play defense in the league but herb is first team all defense already and he only won't get it because of the rookie tax. Probably. There's a there is a rookie tax on Acclimate. Oh, absolutely, definitely. Who was the last rookie to be an All Star? Blake. Blake. And he and was Blake like 23 was a, years old. Yeah, Blake wasn't a real rookie. He played two years in college and then took a year off. Okay, he was and he was uh, getting AARP. Yeah, Blake, you're a grown man. But he's 30. <laughs> but now we have some great rookies this year too, man. Yeah, I, I, I hate I, that. I, in, I hate that in B killed Scotty Barnes in like game one, so he's I know. not gonna come back in the series. The thing that sucks is that this is a this is one of those years where all the like, Cade had no shot at the playoffs. Mobley Mobley got kicked out by the Nets, and Barnes got hurt. Right, Cade is my favorite dog. Cade is nice too. So the thing, real quick about that is the whole rookie of the year argument. I don't. I love Cade too. Cade is great, but I just don't really like, so I saw some people saying that Cade should be rookie of the year and they're like, why? And it's like, he's clearly going to be the best. And it's like, right. But it's for, like, it's not the potential. Yeah. Like Mobley and Barnes were better now. Yeah. Cade didn't even get, I don't think Cade really got going. So after all-star break, when they finally got Jeremy Grant away from him. Yeah, it's why LaMelo won over Ant. Like sometimes yeah. guys are more pro ready. Definitely. It doesn't mean that they don't have a higher ceiling. Like no shit that a six eight point guard like Cade, like he has, a, he has the highest ceiling of the three. But I mean, like Mobley, Mobley just came out and was a pro. Yeah, definitely. And Cade was still playing through the kinks. And actually, I need to put my hand up. The last time I was on this podcast, I said Jalen said Jalen Green was a bust and he sucks, and he finished the year strong. I like him. Yeah, when these guys get all the bad bets away from them, they're going to be great. Oh, my God. When Kevin Porter Jr. and Christian Wood get <laughs> traded for Siberia, they should be a, a least valuable player award. And, um, well, there should be – well, okay, so other than Russ because of how much his contract is, and I don't want to pile on Russ too much because he gets enough. If there was a least valuable player award, it would be – like, we, we're saying – Wow, look at how tight the MVP race is. Uh, two Titans and beating Jokic. It got nothing on Jeremy Grant versus yes. Princeton Wood. Oh, man. Jeremy Grant said he's not taking a pay cut or changing his role for anybody. Could you imagine? Those are the two worst players I think I've ever seen to be vets for a young player. Oh, man. That's awful. They're just They're literally Ricky Davis. Like when Ricky Davis was like, <laughs> Thank God when they drafted LeBron and he was like, thank God they finally got me some fucking help around here. <laughs> like, I know that whenever, whenever Jalen Green has like, if he gets five shots in a row, Christian Wood is sitting there like biting his fingernails. Like, all right, enough. Give me the ball back. You know, please. He showed off. <laughs> I know. I get it. Oh, you, know, here. <laughs> you don't like Kevin Porter? No, he's a head case. A head case. And I think that that's, I, 
there's you know there's the 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 head case like old white sports writers that say that about like LeBron, like about like a LeBron like anyone who's outspoken. No, I I I I know that that can be like a dog whistle word, but when I mean he's a head case, I legitimately mean like he threw his like he he ripped his locker apart and threw his underwear at the coach and like yeah. and like you know got arrested for like cap like whatever. I get it. People have guns. Like I'm not even I'm not even judging him for his character. I'm not saying he's a bad kid. I don't, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I, he has allegations, but whatever wasn't proven in court. I don't care. I just literally would be like, if I had a rookie, if I had rookies like Jalen Green and Sengun, and I was like, the future's looking, and we could get Chet Holmgreen or Paolo, I just think I would probably be like, all right, you know, Kevin, no hard feelings. I don't think you're a bad guy, but I just, you know, I'd you're move not the, You're not a player to build around, you know? No, I would move on. Like, he's, he had a nice 50 point game last year, but. I mean the data, Sam. The data. The, the data. Um, there's only been. I, I can't. I want. I actually want to ask you because I want. I want to see if you guess it. Because if you do, it would be really funny. Do you know the only person ever who, um, throughout like you know like w- w- in 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 the time frame that they've been playing, obviously that has like like within their first three years. So you know that stat, Vorp. I don't think it's a very good stat, but you know it. Yeah. The value of a replacement player. A replacement. Mm-hmm. So like 0.0 means you're a replacement player. And then anything above yeah. that means you're better and anything worse. So uh, <laughs> Kevin Porter Jr. has the second least VORP ever for a third year player. Do you know who number one is? I have no clue. Kevin Knox. I don't even know. Kevin, Kev, I believe. Kevin Knox, Kevin Knox also has the most for a four-year player. I believe Kevin is just not a yeah. NBA player. They are they like Michael. I mean Kevin Porter Jr. No matter what he does, I know he scored fifty one time and he gets stats for whatever reason. No matter what he does, the data hates him. <laughs> Some of those guys is not friendly to the to the spreadsheets, man. It happens. Excel is beating their ass in the quote retweet. <laughs> oh man, no serious. Um, we think about the. Um, rest of the Pelican series, but besides now that Booker's out, how long is Booker out? Um, I think he's, I think he's day to day, maybe. They say he's not likely to play these next two games at the least. That's not good because Booker took the leap. He did. Like Booker's good. He was another player that the spreadsheets always hated, and now the spreadsheets love him. Yes, sir. Like he got good. And I think, you know, they could probably, they're like a 10, they're playing a 10 seed realistically or a nine seed. So they, I I hope (laughs) if Chris Paul can't beat Brandon Ingram, then we, then they were right. Hashtag they were right. Oh, man. All right. We got, oh, snap. There's a book is out two to three weeks. Oh, no. Okay. Then it's going to, okay. Scrap my pick. It's Warriors Celtics finals. That's, that's all. There's, We've seen Chris Paul with a depleted team before. It's not working. And Chris Paul does not want to stand across from the Warriors with a depleted team. And the Warriors no, definitely Steph, want to stand across from him when he has a depleted team, too. No, no. Steph would if, – if Chris Paul goes up against Steph with a depleted team, all it's going to take is one half-court prayer where Steph turns around, shimmies, and kisses the crowd before it even goes <laughs> in. And Chris is, Chris is dribbling the ball off his foot and passing to fans – Chris gets frustrated. I love him. He like, I think he's the best pure point guard ever, but he gets frustrated. He does. And if Draymond gets to play Chris Paul under these circumstances, 
Jay, he's calmed down a lot since the run has ended. If Draven gets to stand across, across from Chris Paul struggling, while he's struggling, he's got to turn back into Dynasty Draven and just become the most unhinged, like, trash talker we've ever seen again. I mean, the playoff Draymond thing is is definitely real, though. It is. It's real. I mean, he had he had Jokic in prison the other night. Right. He sold, he sold, him out, he sold the Warriors out last year in the play-in, but he's back this year. And, you know, I mean, that was – that was a weird game. That 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 the the LeBron seeing triple that game was weird. Oh, I'm not talking about the one against the Grizzlies. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, when yeah. He chopped the floater off the backboard. Yeah, I mean that 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 was the Santa Cruz. They're not the same Warriors. That was the <laughs> yeah, Santa no. Cruz Warriors. Yeah, uh, Clay Jordan, is Jordan. Oh, Poole Jordan Poole. Not, Poole. Being, yeah. not being a clear most improved player or not even finishing top three is a travesty. He wasn't a finalist. No, they gave Jaw the spot over him. Is I think it's the Jaw, the Murray, Jaw, and Darius Garland. That's Jaw, right. Jaw is a previous rookie of the year. He can't be the most improved player. He it's was also, never bad. He's also just like I, I know. Since there are some people that are like expectations, um, like just just because you have expectations doesn't mean that they can't rise above them. And I'm like, well, then yeah, sure. Well, sure. then I mean, but if you want to do that logic though, if you actually want to do who improved the most, like LeBron could have won most improved player five times. Right. Like, like, okay. So LeBron, his rookie year was like 25 and five. And then year two was like 38 and eight most improved. Hey, come on now. It's the, most improved. They, it's the, it's the who used to suck in this down break award pretty much. And John never sucked. No, so I, don't, the, the I don't other, understand. And DeJounte pisses me off even more because like, I think if you've ever had an accolade, you're, not allowed. He was an all-defensive player four years ago. He was. See, he was second-team all-defense in 2018. Yeah, then he got well, he tore his ACL or something last year. Yeah, he got he hurt. Didn't he didn't improve. Yeah. He's healthy. He is healthy, yeah. <laughs> so Gar- it's the comeback player of the year award now? Yeah, Garland makes sense. Even Who then, was- though, he's a fucking third-year lottery – or second- or third-year lottery pick. Like, guys get better when they're – teenagers get better. So Tatum, uh, sorry, you know what? Then fuck it. Tatum should have won 2020. He should have. Jalen should have won like three times by now. No, yeah. When you get when you start doing this, when you start, or, or yeah, then Giannis should have Giannis should have won 2020 because he went from MVP <laughs> to MVP and DPOY. Yeah, like, like it's this is ridiculous. Like just yeah, give it. Can, can you? Can't there be one award for the for the grind? Can't there be one award for the G League guys? Honestly. Like, this is bullshit. Jordan Poole, everyone with a brain after, like, three weeks knew that Ja was going to be a future All-Star. Jordan Poole was, like, on his way to working at McDonald's. Yeah, now he's a third splash, bro. He's a future. He's going to be an All-Star soon. Oh, Sooner rather than later. Absolutely. That's he's just, I love cold, him. man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just nonsense about being up there. I don't know what the voters are doing. They just, they just want to give Ja some type of award. To be in a running wood. It's like they He's wanted be first team all NBA. Yeah, just like just like how they wanted to have Luca in the running for something two years ago when he finished top three for most improved. You know what? At least they at least they didn't end up giving it to him. I Ja actually might win it. Yeah, no, nah, I think from the vote, I think Garland was in the lead to win it. Either him or Murray, one of those two. Which is fine. He's the best yeah. of the three, but still like the whole thing is it's not the most improved. It, it really isn't the most improved player award. It's the most improved stat line award. Yeah. Who got the most, who got the biggest minutes in Greece? 
<laughs> Pretty much. Oh, man. Um, we should run we, the NBA because we should. We need Stern. You know what? Rest in piss, but Stern wouldn't have let this happen. <laughs> Stern wouldn't let this happen. Do you feel a way about Jokic being ready to win MVP while his team is on the verge of getting swept? Um, the comp the, the the easy answer is no. The complicated answer is it I guess it really just depends on like if you know if we're gonna go by the parameters of it's a regular season award, then no. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine with like I would have been fine with him and Bede or Giannis, all three of them, all three of them, whatever. Yeah. If you're one of the people like me who thinks that the MVP should be decided upon like at the end of the year then absolutely not. Yeah. But like, and then people say, well, then it would just be the best player on the finals team. And to that, I say, yeah. Oh shit. Like, yeah, that, that was the best player. Like, yeah. <laughs> people, someone's tried to get me with a gotcha once when they were like, well, if you think that, then you think that Kawhi should have won the 2019 MVP over Giannis. And I'm like, yeah, I do. I do. He was the best player in the league. He had like, yeah. Like, but, like, you got, but you do got, but you have to award the, Guys who grind super hard all eighty-two games a year, so I'm not mad at it. It just no, but no, I I know. I mean, it's yeah. one of those things where it's like it's a regular because of the parameters that are set. It's a regular yeah. season award, so no, I don't feel any type of way about it. But at the same yeah. time, it's probably a bad look to have an MVP get swept two years in a row. He's not yeah. winning a third. Oh no, absolutely not. Because the voters don't forget. The voters don't forgive, and they don't forget. Right, like they refused to give Giannis any type of MVP love last year <laughs> after the bubble. <laughs> I mean, LeBron in 2011, the the only reason Derrick Rose won is because of the decision. Yeah, pretty much. LeBron would have been one of the guys that they they actually they would have let LeBron three peat because LeBron was the golden child, but yeah. they had to punish him for they had to punish for him yeah. for making us watch the ESPN special for him to say uh, two sentences. Who was yeah, man? You know it's really fucking crazy is the last guy to repeat was still larry yeah because um there was also the one in 07 uh nash had the best season of his career but they already gave him two and they were like fuck we can't give him three that's hilarious i was like, he mentioned that on all his all the smoke episode too he yeah, was like no, 07, like, he should have won that was actually the best year of my career they didn't give it to me because <laughs> it would have been a it would have been a bad look i mean and then th- th- that's the problem. Like I, I've did I, I did I tell you about it? I've been working on this this little historical thing where I'm trying to find all the times when like the MVP was voted upon like in a bad way or something. And there literally has never been a good MVP race because every single one. First of all, there's too many good players. One MVP. It, there's just I I know throw the tomatoes. There's a lot of good players in the NBA, but it's like yeah, like. Kobe Bryant should have won 06 and he did it because of Steve Nash. So then they gave him 08, but like Chris Paul and LeBron were better that yeah. year. And it's you like, think they but, all, but Kobe should have won. You're right. You think they should adopt baseball's method of um, doing it by conference? I mean, that would have been even funnier, especially with like the East and like the early two, like, cause it would have been like, she would have been like Duncan, KG, Shaq and Kobe battling for the Western conference MVP and then Rip <laughs> Hamilton winning the East. Uh, Jason Kidd, 2002 um, Eastern Conference MVP. Team uh, T Mac, what did you know? What T Mac's yeah. career would have looked pretty nice. 
<laughs> also, LeBron would have won. No, because you know we can't have that. LeBron would have won thirteen. Uh, LeBron would have won all of them. We never hit end up. <laughs> Should they have a division MVP? Oh, please no. <laughs> no, one MVP is fine. I get it, but I mean, like, I just kind of like, I've just been more of a, the last two or three years as a, as I try to like expand how I think about basketball. I kind of just think about guys as like MVP quality. Yeah. Like was like MVP quality, All Star quality, All NBA quality, yeah. and like starter quality. Like, you know what I mean? It's just. There was like seven MVPs in the league this year. Yeah, I think um, Jake said something like that a while ago. But his wasn't to like MVP. It was like the all-time status, where instead of doing singular goat, he does goat tier players for his um for whatever sports. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean like that's probably like, that's probably a much better way to do it. And then yeah. the only part that's hard about that is whenever I try to do that, and then it's like, well, where do I draw like? when does it's like, where do I draw the line? Like, when does it yeah. still like, it, cause that's kind of the good part about having one MVP. Cause if you just start being like, let's honor the MVP level players. It's like, okay. So was Devin Booker an MVP level player yeah. with jaw was, and then it gets to the point where it's like, well, you know, Bradley Beal was pretty valuable. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I don't like to be, let's see. What am I saying? Why am I lying? I love to be a hater. I'd love to be a hater. And <laughs> Bradley Beal, rest in piss, Bozo. I'm loving watching his downfall because, first of all, could you fucking imagine if we let – if you know what? Thank God Brad's in the front office because what if we let the morons from Twitter make that trade and we had Bradley Beal right now? We would we, we would not be here. Jalen and Marcus for Bradley Beal. Best defense to worst defense overnight, but at least Tatum and him can listen to Chingy together. We should got the same lose chairs together. <laughs> yeah, remember that when people were like, "We need to get him because if like if Tatum doesn't have a guy from his town on the team, he'll go to the Lakers." And it's like, if that's all it takes, then fuck him. He can go. <laughs> the Lakers. <laughs> no, then he can go. Then fine. Then he can go. Like right. I think Tatum's a bit more of a professional than needing like Absolutely. the older kid from his town. Do you think Tatum right. even? No, no fucking way. Tatum wants to share best player on the team with anyone. Tatum likes being the best player. He likes being the best. He likes playing with – he likes he likes his guys. He loves Jalen, DeMarcus, and Ron. Like, come on. Now. Yeah, no, he he's a – you know what? That's actually what makes me so happy about the league now. And some people – you could make the argument that it's just because they're all too young to, to leave in free agency. But, yeah. like, for the most part, other than, like, Zion and doing what he's doing, for the most part, like – it kind of feels like after Le after the way that LeBron, KD, AD, Paul George, even Kawhi to an extent, after the way that they all got so much backlash for just hopping around teams, like and and then Giannis winning last year with like the yeah. team that drafted him, it really feels like the, the tide came back. Are really embracing the team and the market and the culture they play for, like. John Morant loves everything about Memphis. Like that, yeah. was, like I don't, I don't think there could have been a more perfect pick for like a franchise ever for than um John with that um second overall pick that year. So, so I think it was Rashad Phillips who I, I know, I know that Rashad doesn't always have the best um track record sometimes with takes, but I actually I like him a bit, and he he made a point that he thinks that um probably because all these guys like loved Kobe so much in Kobe dying that a lot of these guys like actually kind of like the idea of the 20 year at one franchise thing. Yeah. I can see that. 
Like, and then like you got Luca. Luca played with Dirk in his last year. You're telling me Dirk didn't sit him down and tell him something like that? Of course right. he did. Like Dirk oh. being like, look, this could be you someday. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, I just or D Wade walking bam through um whatever the heat arena name is now. Yeah, no, like I, I think we're I think that for a few years, like LeBron, or well, you know, the 08 Celtics had their part in it, but you know, just for in the 2010s it was all about player movement and now i kind of feel it's more about recruiting i think it's more like tate this is tatum's team this is jaw's team like kind of how we talk about larry's larry's um celtics and magic's lakers and jordan's bulls like i kind of feel like the guys kind of like i don't know maybe they fuck with that now maybe they're like it looks like like just like during um all-star weekend tatum seemed to love being in there with paul and kevin and shoot, I'll be Kevin. <laughs> Maybe it was like the NBA seventy-five. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I love it. Like, if I that's how, it. if that's the direction of the league, where it's just going to be, you draft a superstar and then you trade for role players around that yeah. guy. I would love that. And MB and MB is another way. MB loves Philly. MB loves Philly. Yeah, yeah. But like, and and then you could you you the, the arguments that point against it are like Ben Simmons and Zion, and it's like all right, two bitch made players, like yeah. Two spoiled two brats. Two divas. Like, come on, man. Yeah, all the players with the dog in them seem to like it. And that's not they taking away KD. Like, I still respect KD and LeBron and oh, yeah. for making making their decisions. Like, they can yeah, do whatever they want. Yeah, it makes sense some guys. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if Donovan Mitchell loves – I don't – if he loves Utah, though. No, I uh, – That's well, one of that's – I can't blame him for that. No, me neither. No one wants to live in Utah. And he also doesn't yeah. like Rudy. He, they don't – him and Rudy don't like each other. No, absolutely not. They're they're complete opposites of each other. Um, and are we worried? Are we worried about that matchup with or without Luca? What? Because without because if Luca comes back, it's it's a sweep, I think. Um, like, am I worried about Dallas? No, are you worried? Um, do you think Utah's going to lose that matchup with or without Luca? Um. I guess my answer is I don't care. I, <laughs> I'm certainly not worried about it. Like, oh yeah, of course not. Um, I would like Luca to win because you know I've grown fond of Luca. I I, I, I like used to him. shit on him a lot, but I actually like him now. And no, uh, I would like you know Luca did have two really good play. Like I know they lost in the first round, but it's not like he had a bad playoffs. Uh, and I, I would like to see Luca make it out of the first round. Me too. And I don't, I don't hold them against Luca. I stop like when I'm joking around, because he's playing against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Like I didn't expect them to win those games, those series anyway. So, I mean, it's it's also like credit where it's due. Last year, he went seven against Kawhi yeah. Leonard and put up what like thirty, yeah, thirty six, eight and ten, thirty six, yeah. eight and ten, on you know forty nine percent from the field and forty one percent from three. The only thing that was bad is he, the free throws fucking suck in the, the free throws, and he would fizzle out like late games because I mean, he did everything. So, yeah, no, I mean, what I'm gonna, oh god, I'm I'm scared to, yeah, his usage rate in the playoffs yes. last year was forty. Yeah, that's not sustainable. But that's not his. I mean, that's not his fault. I mean, Kristaps yeah. Porzingis was, Kristaps <laughs> was, you know, Chris out Rams. on the perimeter next to him. Exactly. I come on now. And credit to Jason Kidd. To actually coming in and brave, getting that, yeah, brave statement. Be, <laughs> shut up. 
I'm the only acknowledge that he did a good job as a coach. From being a dumpster fire coach in Milwaukee to actually being a half decent one in um, Dallas. That's all I'm saying. No, no, I, I mean, I, I did. I wasn't even saying it like that. I was just saying brave because, like, people just like people just don't like his coaching. And I get it, but he he did a great job this year, except and, for Giannis. Um, except for Gian- Giannis, was Giannis loves everybody in Milwaukee though. Giannis will still be playing with like Eric Bledsoe if you let him probably. If if you left it if you left it up to Giannis, Larry Sanders would be here. No, no, Jermaine Parker would have got a match contract probably. <laughs> Michael Michael Red hobbling down the court <laughs> with one of those like old lady like walkers with the tennis balls. Yeah, come on, no, no, Giannis loves everybody. Shout out Giannis. But no, uh, let's see who else is. We're out the matchup. Said so Warriors probably gonna sweep. See who else out east. The Heat and the Hawks, that's that's over. Yeah, that series doesn't even exist in my head because no. like that that's done. That's done. The Hawks might get one game if Trey can um get off the slide against those guys, but yeah, it's it's over regardless. Second round, let's, let's fast forward. Heat and Sixers. I want to play the Sixers so bad. I do because too. one, because I don't know anyone from heat twitter and two because i we know a lot of people from from sixes twitter and uh, sixes twitter versus celtics twitter in the conference finals would be amazing let's try to break that well it would uh, be the best defense in the league versus the two biggest free throw merchants in the league that'd be fun my heat twitter is just a bunch of guys who you know love d wade and photoshop every disgruntled player into their um team's jersey that guy, uh, he, if he's listening, uh, Giancarlo Navas is cool. That guy's good. In yeah. Front of me chat. Yeah, yeah, Gene is cool. But he's like, he players, guy. he players have photoshopped like of any player ready at a moment's notice. Oh yeah, I mean they're the they're the new uh, Lakers. They're the new Lakers, but their photoshops are like really high quality. So don't get mad at. Yeah. No. Uh, they're what, good. Now, one dude sent me the Tatum Photoshop one day, and it, it upset me, but it looked good, though, so. But, yeah, uh, we they're, need, they're, but, they're uh, good. I would love the Sixers and the Trumpers finals. And I'm glad, though, I'm so glad the Raptors are about to get swept after how bad they showed off after they beat our, like, third strangers a couple weeks ago. hmm That is the most embarrassing, like, outburst I've ever seen from, like, a fan base on the internet. Like Who? guys were taking our uh, Raptors fans after they beat our own third uh, third strangers. Oh yeah, yeah. Now Raptors Twitter. Like speaking of uh, speaking of of Twitter people, I don't want to play. They're awful. They are the worst people. They're ever. bad they people. Say, <laughs> <laughs> they are the worst. No man, like not even like I'm not even. I I really don't even want to make light of it. Like they're like genuinely like awful. Like the shit that they, the shit that they say. It's like. Man, like I thought Canada was supposed to be like nice. nice. And it's like, you, no, they're like they're they're really digging in deep into their like slurs bag. They do. They're oof. they're just, they're a rough bunch of people, man. Yeah, no, and be I you know what? As much as I hate the free throw shit, I hope I hope uh, they go to the line 70 times a game. I love it. But and then I hope they swallow their whistle against us. But the funniest thing about Embiid on his free throws. Is they're losing the minutes that Embiid steps off the floor? <laughs> like James, oh, yeah, like no, he's super James, valuable. Like James, too, 
and B went to the bench when they were tied, and then the Raptors proceeded to get cooked by Tyrese Maxey and James Harden for the rest of the quarter. And we're down yeah. like 15 at halftime. So that's the so like the iron they're complaining about the free throws, but they're winning all the minutes that he's actually ref made and then losing, getting their teeth kicked in as soon as he goes to the bench by Tyrese Maxey. I, I have a I have a, a Maxi, I have a Tyrese take. What's the Tyrese take? Um after what he so what he's been doing in the playoffs so far, um, you know, so they got Harden. And everyone was like, man, how great would it be if we got rid of Simmons and we surrounded Embiid with, like, a shot-creating point guard that can, like, stretch the floor and can get his shot off and can make a thing. And then they got Harden. And this summer, you know, Harden has that, like, four-year, $200 million extension coming up. And I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm just saying they found the guy. He's 10 years younger and has 40,000 less minutes on his leg. His name Absolutely. is Tyrese Maxey. They found him. Like, why would you, why would you give $200 million a year? I mean, no, not a year. Why would you give $50 million a year to, um, you know, a guy who's clearly on the way, if not already lost and is getting older and fatter and making all this money. And it's like Tyrese Maxey's, what was he picked? Like in the teens or the 20s? Like he's going to make like. He was picked like a couple, he was picked like maybe two picks before Peyton Pritchard. Yeah, so he's going to be a guy that's going to make like $3 million to give you probably he's good. Maybe, maybe not like the skill level, the same as James Harden, but a lot yeah. more spry, a, more spry. a lot more available. Borderline of 20 point per game um, player right now plays good defense. Depending, every game. It's still a bit early, but depending how this, how this goes, I think like he, I think at the end of this playoffs, if like, you did a final end of the year rankings. I could totally see him being like a top 40 player. Yeah, I could see it. I know that doesn't sound good. People get mad when you say stuff like that because it sounds <laughs> bad. I'm like, there's like, well, you know, <laughs> if I named the other 39 players, you'd be mad too. So like there's a lot of like there's a lot of good players. So top 40 is not it's, that's eighth team all NBA. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because someone well, got mad when nice. I said smart was a top 50 player, and I'm like. They're like, where do you think they are? They're like, he's got to be top 25. And I'm like, who? So who are we kicking out? Chris Paul? Like, Yo, come on. Bro, it's not bad. People only want to name like 25 players at a time, which is why I hate when I hate I hate player ranks at this point because of that. I know, like, and then people, I know. Like people only want to name like 30 players at a time and want and they want all 30 of those players to be like top 15 players. And it is it does it's nothing wrong with being the 30th best player out of 500 in the NBA. No, I mean, especially not um, with how deep the league, like, yeah, yeah, I think that saying someone was a top 40 player in like 1992, wasn't it? Like, that's yeah. not, that, like, that was like Kendall Gill. And now the 40th <laughs> best player in the league is like Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, so, oh, shout out Mikhail too. But yeah. Mikhail, hey, by the way, that was really, really fucking cool. I don't care what anyone says. That was really cool when smart won the DPOY and he quoted the tweet and was like, I guess I'll just have to get him next year. Like good shit, big dog. And I was like, you know what? Cool. Cause Rudy was crying about it. And it's like, how many do you need? Exactly. Like all the jazz fans were just showing out and whatnot. And Mikhail's like, Hey, salute. And then Draymond, when he asked about it, he said, yeah, Marcus deserves it. Like all the good defenders say Marcus deserves it. Then you have the on off stat merchants who are just like complaining. 
Yeah, what a fucking jackass, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, the most egregious take I've seen was somebody said Tybal should have got it over Smart's heart. Right, oh, Tybal. no. <laughs> Did Tybal exist this yesterday. year? <laughs> I forgot he existed this year. Like, Tybal, like, come on, though. Good, good off ball defender, but not good off. Please. No, not even. <laughs> no. You know what? Fuck him because he made all defense last year playing like 17 and a half minutes a game. Oh, Who were you no, defending? No. <laughs> defending the Tristan Thompsons of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he had uh Tabo Cephalosha in hell. <laughs> He's still jumping, alive, I don't know. Jumping the passing lanes, but all God, who's a back, who's like a backup small forward or something? Jumping the passing lane while Rudy Gay is in the game. <laughs> yeah, that's that was sick. Not at all. Not at all. But yeah, nah, shout out Mikhail. Mikhail Jail, baby. He's 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 real good. He is. Love his game. He's gonna he's gonna be around a long time too. The Simpsons are definitely kicking themselves for trading that pick. Uh oh my god. They they would be they would be devastatingly scary. He's he's like one of those guys who I don't want to call him a role player because I think he's a little bit overqualified for that. Yeah, but like perfect off ball, like because that's the thing about today's NBA because everyone's so heliocentric now. Like, you could be a star who's off ball now, which was unfathomable ten years ago. But like, <laughs> no, like he's a really good player, but like perfect off ball guy. Like he his played. usage is so low and his like true shooting percentage is so high. Yeah, I love it. And I'm gonna give everybody on the Suns some credit. And our people give DeAndre Aiden a lot of flat because he's a little soft and inconsistent. But not my team, so who cares? But I love how everybody on that team just buys into doing what they do well at a higher clip. Like Booker yeah. Thunder out there and light it up. McKellar's down the um, scram around on defense and hit his wide open threes. Cam Johnson's down to play solid defense and hit his threes. Um, DeAndre's going to roll and cut and put two yeah, putbacks. Aiden is either going to give you 10 and 8, whatever it's called for, or if necessary, he's going to get you Mike Papa Randall 2020 game if he just has it going that night. No, I mean, he's um, like, if, if you were, I, I think he he's the, per, you know, actually, the match made in heaven, everyone was like, oh, yeah, like, ah, man, uh, Chris Paul never played with a wing like Booker, and it's like, he, he Sure as fucking hell never played with a big like this. This is Chris Paul's bread and butter. Exactly. A pick and roll. Like, all Chris Paul ever wanted was, like, a pick and roll partner who, like, will attack the basket and put in putbacks, and he got saddled with DeAndre Jordan. All right. So good for but him. I'm, yeah, he got the better yeah, DeAndre. Love everybody on the team. Hold on. No, me too. Me too. Like, oh. like feel-good team. of They were the feel-good team of last year. They are so, so deep. They are. They just all play the right way by the road. They saved Cameron Payne's career. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know what, though? Good thing he had that fallback plan and got his master's degree. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Is that Cam Johnson, actually? That was Cam Johnson. No, okay. Cam Johnson's little brother's at USC right now, so he's going to be good whenever he gets to the league, I think. Yeah, no, I was I was bugging because uh, Cam Payne is the guy that is, the I think, the all-time leading scorer in the summer league. He, he was playing in the summer league till he was a seven-year vet. Right. <laughs> but oh man, I see what else. What what else didn't we cover? I see. 
So how you think the rest of these series? So how you think the rest of these series shape up? How many uh, wolves and wolves and grizzlies? How many more? That's the most, somehow that's the most wide open series in the in the league right now. <laughs> only because, only because Ant is that special. Um, they stole. They also stole home mm-hmm. court. That can't be dis- that can't be discounted. They stole home court, yeah. and then also. Um, I don't know. I'm still not completely sold that the that the Grizzlies aren't just like depth merchants. <laughs> because no one is no one on their right mind is running a 14 man rotation in the playoffs. <laughs> right. But Jaron Jackson is yeah. as hell. He is. I was I was pretty low on him up to this point, but now he's a great player now. Yeah, I mean he doesn't he doesn't rebound much, but it's like he doesn't not. And I always hate bigs who don't rebound. And defense is supposed to be his thing. I never thought he was like a standout defender, but he, he took the lead this year too. So no, I mean he and yeah, no, he's he's just like a he's just a classic turn guy, I think, just because he's <laughs> anyone who's like who has anyone who can tie their shoes standing up is my type of guy. <laughs> I like every single player with long arms. I've never not liked a player with long arms. Definitely, definitely. And the Hawks, like I said, the Hawks are clearly out of here. Where do they go next? Um. Okay. Well, they're they're keeping Trey. So. Absolutely. I, I think everybody everybody besides Trey needs to be on the trade block, especially Clint Capella, and maybe keep what's his name on Yekka, the center. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep yeah, O'Con- yeah my favorite Irish player. Yeah, keep him and Trey. Everybody oh, else. Kongwu. <laughs> but no, DeAndre, DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, he gotta go. Not because yeah. I don't like him. No, he's a good player. He gotta go because. Before he, you know, keeps on getting lost on this team, sell high on him while people are still like intrigued. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, like we've talked, we've I feel like we've talked not even just us, like anyone that follows the Hawks or basketball. The number one thing about them is that they have like seventeen players who look like they're good. Right. And it's like, it's not even that. It's just that like I feel like Trey isn't like the type of guy who like, I don't think Trey's the type of guy who you just are like, okay, he cooks and you surround him with like a bunch of okay players. No. I think Trey is the type of guy who like Trey and another like big star and then good role players. Absolutely. John Collins ain't cutting it. No, Trey needs a wing who's not Gallinari or Bogdanovich to take the ball out of his hands. And yeah, because they're just yeah, he needs anybody besides him that can create because his usage is ridiculously high for a guy that's like 5'11". Yeah, that's the thing. I'm really, really scared that last year was his 01 Iverson year. Yeah, they need and, they need yeah. they need a skill big. They need a wing who can handle the ball and create. And they just they got some solid guys off the bench, so they're probably set there. What sucks is that they whiffed on like. They really whiffed on Cam because that sh- that was that was their plan. Yeah, he was supposed that to be the, the guy. But Cam is a Cam looks like a great player until he until no, the ball he, leaves he his does. hands. Yeah, he looks. I know, like that's he. the The importance of looking the part. There's there's a reason why Paul George is still called a superstar. He looks like one. <laughs> he just looks like one. And, and he Cam was really Reddish, good. He was Cam Reddish looks like a future All Star despite all of his stats and film telling us otherwise. I know the, the the part about him that sucks is that there's always guys who the stats don't like. Like for years, when Devin Booker had awful, awful advanced stats, you could see the vision though, like because yeah. you could be like, 
but he has good, like once he once he gets some good teammates, you know, he has good shot creation. The the thing that sucks is you could be the biggest Cam Reddish defender on earth. It's like I know, but watch the tape because it's not good. The tape is worse than the stats. It is. Like he's either he's that has like a nice dribble move, tapped off by a brick, or he just like dribbles the ball off his foot and looks like he doesn't know what he's doing on the court. If if we're gonna be honest, what he is is he's the best AAU player ever. He is. Remember that video? That's like my favorite video. The one of like them. It's like is it Tyrese Maxey talking to Tyrese Maxey's in the video. Yeah. And he's talking to Anthony Edwards, and Anthony Edwards is eating like the peanuts, and he's like, "Who gave you 40? And he like smiles at him, and he's like, "It was Cam Reddish." And they're all yeah. like, "That that guy is so cold. That guy is so good." Remember when uh, when he was a rookie too? They had the other rookies vote on like who's the best player in your draft class, and they all voted for Cam over Zion. Yeah, because he's cool. He's cool. He looks. He's a cool dude. Looks the part. Smooth looking game like I said, until it's time for the ball to leave his hands, then it's all downhill from there. I mean, yeah, and he's not the first and he won't be the last. There's, there's, like, it's this is a, an age old thing of the guy who looks no. apart. Before him, it was Alonzo Trier. Oh, god, oh my god, I so yeah. so we thought he was up next. He, he, the best thing I could say about him is he had a pretty damn good Ruby Moments card in 2K19. My team. <laughs> that's his career highlight for me that's his career um, highlight dude, dude, Harry Giles was the original Harry Giles was was the first of the Twitter era yeah Harry Giles was about to be the next Chris Webber before his knees like just left him if you ask Tatum who's the GOAT it's it's like Michael Jeffrey Jordan LeBron and Harry Giles <laughs> Harry Giles right he loves him he loves him says the only player he ever thought was better than him Michael Porter Jr. is pissed about that one Michael Porter Jr. is supposed to be the guy, so. But he's, he's still going to be pretty good. No, Michael Porter Jr. is again. good. He just yeah. has a back made out of chili putty. Yeah, I see why he was – he really – he probably goes top five in his draft looking back. Like he was – maybe. Yeah, because Mar- yeah, Marvin Badley went top five. So yeah, he's definitely going top five in the redraft. Oh, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't his fault. Yeah, no, it was his back. He was the number one um, pick in the draft before his back gave out on him. Yeah, no, I mean that was just draft night being scared. They they the, mm. the Nuggets took two big chances that night. They took a chance right. on him and Bobo. All right. Bo Celtics, looked Celtics Bo, legend Bobo. Bo looked decent for like a handful of games. Do you remember that? You know, it was actually like the coolest thing ever. That did that game in the bubble where they played the where they played the the biggest lineup where they played uh Jokic at point guard and Bobo at yeah. point guard. That was yeah. kind of <laughs> That was. Oh man. So you talk about the Hawks. Oh, another team that's interesting. Where do the Hornets go from here? Um. Wow, that's they're another team that has a bunch of guys that look really cool, but that look really cool. I mean, Lamelo's that guy. Miles Bridges was the most improved player of October 2021, (laughs) and remember he was the leading favorite for like four games. Mm -hmm. It was between him and OG for like two weeks. OG was a ridiculous one because OG's been good. Right. Um, no, it's I don't know. It's 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 not looking good. Um uh, they, they need some guys who who will defend and need to get rid of Hayward. Hayward needs to go. I'm not so sure. You know what? After in light of um 
in light of what had happened off the court, I'm not so sure that PJ has good decision making. And yeah. um, <laughs> God, I don't. I'm trying to think of who else is even on that damn team right now. Um, oh, um, like my, they got like a Plumlee brother. Like, come on, please, your Miles Plumlee out of here. Enough, enough. We're tired of it. get the Plumlee out of here. Get some guy. Get a big who's kind of block shots and rebound. You say you trade who? I'd trade Terry. I could see you. Not that I think that Terry's bad. I think that Terry is is like no, Terry can get really a nice, fun to watch. It's just he that, get a, like he need to get a bundle of players from Terry. Yeah, like you said, I think um I think Lamelo, the opposite of Trey. How I said that Trey needs like another dominant guy. I think Lamelo would cook with just a bunch of three and D guys. I think so too. Like, because he's tall. It's it, tall creators can get away with that. Little guys can't. Yeah, LaMelo needs to also lock in defensively next year or so, or just take an interest in playing some type of defense. Take an interest. That's a really funny way of putting it. <laughs> he, he's not very interested in it, I fear. No, nobody on the team is. None of them. That just, was like, just, what's up? Listen, I just, dry, just find like three guys who will come in and play defense. That was like when, um, oh my God, the guy, the the dude who went to UConn, Hashim the Beat. That was like yeah. when Hashim the Beat got drafted, and on draft night, like when they do like the pros and cons, it was like uh-huh. pros really tall, uh, cons needs to work on basketball skills, and it was like, <laughs> what are basketball skills? Offense and defense. He yeah, needs, <laughs> he needs to work at being good at offense and also at hundred percent of the game. <laughs> Definitely. But Real quick, oh, the guy I love on the walls is I just want to say I really, really like Jared Vanderbilt. Oh, uh, yeah. UK guy. Shout out, Jared. Oh, what's that He's dude? Really um, Nasri, I like him too from um, LSU. Yeah, they got a lot of like players that I, that I, J- yeah. Jada McDaniels? Mm-hmm. Um, Malik yeah. Beasley remembered how to play basketball down the stretch of the season. Thank God. <laughs> because it was it was getting real he was he was way more concerned with loss of Pippen or whatever the hell yeah, whatever you are going on. <laughs> yeah no I'm, so, I'm, I'm glad good for him but no good for him but yeah all right so Celtics and what four Celtics and four there you got it like the way that's going right now it has to like, there's there's no way sir I'm with it just get these. Let's get this series over here. Let's keep get these guys off our court, well, off their court. Which Nets fans don't actually have fans, so might as well be a home game. But anyway, yeah, that's the that. There's gonna be like, there'll be way more Celtics fans at this game. Absolutely. Jack Michael but will I, be there. Jack Michael will be there. Him and Stud. <laughs> yeah, right. Stud. If, yeah, if Stud can get a can get his PTO approved from Checkers. Jack stud and be easy. <laughs> They're gonna hold us down at the next game. Oh my god. You know um, what? And, we're we're losing. And Brandon and um GP hates his app. <laughs> All the guys <laughs> who live in like New York, New Jersey on the timeline. <laughs> yeah, never mind. We're losing. <laughs> but all right, I uh, appreciate you coming on again. Oh, anytime. That's a blast every single time. Yes, sir. Until the second round. Can't wait. Yes, sir. Night up. Peace.